here. Welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi, friend. I hope you're well. I am so happy to be with you today. And I'm talking to you today about what happens when life throws you curveballs. What happens when you're just going through life, all is rosy in the garden, and then boom, change happens and you didn't necessarily request it, you didn't want it to happen, but change has happened. The only constant in life is change. And when we resist it, when we try for it not to happen, then you just end up in a bit of a muddle. You have to embrace change and learn from what you can and then move on. So I'm going to talk to you about the different ways that I really have learned over the years in business to embrace change and to move on from it. So this change for you could be, maybe it's a change in a job, maybe it's a change in a business, maybe it's a change in relationships, maybe you've decided to move on in a relationship, maybe you decided to change your home or maybe you're having to move home and you didn't want to move home or it could be any change in your life and something that you maybe didn't want to happen or maybe, God forbid, it's a, it's a traumatic event that you've been through or you're going through. The first thing that I would say to do is try and find the gratitude. Try and find something to be grateful for and I know especially when it's a traumatic event you think, There is nothing in this situation to be grateful for. And sometimes it's not necessarily the situation itself that you see the gratitude in, but it's the situation has helped you be grateful for other parts of your life. Maybe a traumatic event has made you so grateful for the family that you have or the friends around you or your business or whatever it is. Find the gratitude because gratitude is a really high vibrational energy. And when you live a life of gratitude more good will come. The more grateful you are, the more good as you get. So when you're grateful and you send that out, more of that comes back to you. And the second thing I would say is if this change has, you know, if, if at the root of this change there's a person and they've made a change that you didn't necessarily want, wish them well. They've made the change because it's the best thing for them to do in their life at that, at that moment. Wish them well. I always, I hate to see people who are after revenge in a situation because when you are looking for revenge, I remember hearing that like holding on to revenge and looking for revenge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. You cannot live a happy life and be searching for revenge. Wish them well. Wish the situation well and... Be grateful for what you've learned and move on with your life. And ask yourself, what story are you buying into? Are you are you buying into the story of others around you? Or are you choosing your own story? Because you get to choose your story. You could turn on the news right now and you'll see that the world is falling apart. It's miserable. The cost of everything is increasing. Everyone's going to die. I mean, if it's not a pandemic that you're going to die from, it's probably because you can't heat your house. Maybe your toes will fall off and you'll freeze to death because it's heat or eat. You know, if you wanted to buy into that, then you could. It's a pretty depressing place to be. I know, I know that these are real problems. However, 
do you think it serves you? Do you think it serves you to think of bad things all the time? Do you think it serves you to think of the worst case scenario? Do you think it serves you to play over and over in your mind about what you could have done better and what you did wrong and how you could have improved the situation? It really doesn't. Do you think it improves your mental health when you dwell on these things? No, it really doesn't. Does it leave you with the energy of a thousand suns when you have a conversation with Karen at work about the latest opera's drama? It really doesn't. It just drains the life out of you. There's enough bad news out there to let the life be sucked out of you that way if you choose to see it that way. Or you could just decide that, no, no, that's not the main narrative of my life. That's not how I want to see this. And that's not how I want it to play out in my life. And then you change it. So regardless of what change you want to go through, you don't want to go through at the moment, regardless of the type of transformation that's required of you, because often when a change is forced upon you, it requires you to transform a little bit. It requires you to grow to the next level of you. It requires you to get a little bit smarter, a little bit more brave and a little bit more confident. And I want you to know that that starts between your ears. It's all about your mindset towards these things. It's all about how you feel. You can either see it as the worst change to ever happen in your life or you can see it as something that's actually it's been pretty hard to go through. You didn't want it to happen. Kind of sucks. However, there is light at the end of the tunnel and this is what you're going to do to find the light. Because when you dwell too much on the bad news and you dwell on the stories and you dwell on the drama, it's the ideal breeding ground for victim mentality. And that is not us. You're listening to this podcast for a reason. You are not going to be the one that falls victim to external influence on your life because progress and happiness starts with you. And when you realise that, you realise that you're it. You're the one. No one's coming to save you. No knight in shining armour is going to come and change your position. If you want it, you need to step up or step out. So are you focusing on all the reasons why you aren't? All the reasons why you can't? All the reasons why you're not good enough? All the reasons why, why me and always me? Or have you been focusing on all the reasons why you can? All the reasons why this is actually a good thing. All the reasons why this change is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Something that's going to serve you really well in life is learning that nothing happens to you. It happens for you. Why is this happening for me? What is the lesson I can learn here that this is this is going on for my benefit? I tell myself every single day, everything works out for me. Just repeat that after me. Everything works out for me. Everything works out for me. Everything works out for me. What you focus on grows. At the moment, you may be not thinking about your little pinky toe on your right foot until I said, think about your little pinky toe on your right foot and then you're you're thinking about it. Your mind has so much to process on a daily basis that things just go on every single day without you even realising that they're happening. Like your toe just you know, having blood flow to the toe and your toe's just hanging out just there in your shoe or in your sock. You weren't thinking about it until I said, think about your pinky toe. It's the same in life. What you focus on grows. What you think about is what you will get more of. It's what grows. It's what comes to you. So focus on the good and focus on the change and focus on the transformation and the up-leveling that you're going to do after this change. If you tell your brain that it's raining today and it's a little bit miserable, it's probably going to look for rain. Okay, so if you're sitting there thinking, okay, I'm going to, I want to up level, I want to change, tell me how. The first thing to do is think about 
first of all, your body, your physical vessel. If you want to change your life, you have to start with your physiology. If you've been going through a bit of a miserable time at the moment, you're probably living a little bit with your head down, your shoulders hunched, your back arched, you're kind of looking at the ground a lot of the time rather than having your chin held up. You're probably breathing shallow rather than deep, long breaths. You're probably not moving your body as much as you could be. The tone of your voice is probably quieter rather than loud and confident. Maybe your eyes, you're not holding eye contact with people. You're kind of looking a bit shifty. (laughs) If you change your physical state, you will change your life. Now, this can be literally in the space of two seconds. Like you lift your shoulders back, you let the girls out, you lift your chin, you look up, you take a deep breath, you walk with intention, you act with intention, you speak confidently, you have conviction of what the words are coming across, you put on an outfit that actually makes you feel good, you put on the heels, you put on a good outfit, you put your makeup on or you go out a run, you put music on, you change your physical body, change your state immediately and your mindset will shift. Literally within an instant, I've been putting a lot of songs on recently and just changing my mood because that has a massive impact. It changes your mood straight away. So that's the first thing, physiology. And also in long-term changing your physiology over a longer period of time in eating a healthier diet and having better nutrition and exercising more for longer periods over the course of your week will definitely have a massive impact on your confidence, your self-esteem, your mindset as well. So it can be done instantly in terms of physiology, but it also is something that you want to work into your life, prioritising your physiology and prioritising your body and your physical state, because that's where it all begins. And by changing your body, you literally change the way that your mind is working immediately. It's really hard to dance around to a fun song, while you're crying. (laughs) It's not easy to do. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, where is your focus? I've already spoken a little bit about this. Decide what you want to focus on. Do you want to be upbeat? Do you want to be positive? Do you want to think about all the things that you can do and you're able to do and you're absolutely going to smash out? Or do you want to think about all the things that you're not very good at? Do you want to think about all the times where people have told you that you're not good enough? Do you want to think about all the reasons why this is a little bit rubbish? Do you want to fall into that victim mentality? Or are you going to decide to move on, move up and be the best version of yourself and focus on all of the good things that you can do? Do that. And then the next thing is words. So your words matter. You have to be clear. You have to be You have to have clarity and have conviction when you're speaking. Use words like gratitude. Use words like grateful. Use words like embracing the change. Use words like positive. Use words that tell yourself and people around you that you're capable. You've got this. Affirmations can absolutely have a massive impact on you. Remember that things are working for you, not to you everything works out for you. The universe is conspiring to work this out for you. So start out with that trio, your physiology, your focus and your words. And then make an actual change. If you're not happy with the way that your physical body looks, you're the only one that can change your nutrition. You're the only one that can change how much exercise you can do. If you're not happy with your something that's happening in your 
relationship with your partner or whatever, then sit down and talk to them. You're the only one that can change. But why don't we? It's because of fear. Fear comes in many forms, but most of them are limiting beliefs. And these are beliefs that hold you back about who you are and what you're capable of. And the only thing that holds you back from embracing how to change yourself is fear. Those changes that are happening in your life is fear. It's fear of the unknown. It's fear of the the what if. You could live in a land of what if and not get anywhere very quickly because what if is never going to happen. You're, that's how anxiety happens because you're playing over a scenario in your mind that hasn't actually happened yet and may never happen. So let's talk about how to eliminate fear. So the first step in eliminating fear is focusing on eliminating your self-doubt. And self-doubt is often a part of the way that you speak to yourself. It's often that chimp saying, oh, no, you want to you wanna stay safe. You don't want to go down that road. You want to go down the safety road. And it resists change. It very rarely embraces change. And it will make a big deal about a change in your life because it wants to keep you safe. Because the unknown is where the magic happens. But it's also a little bit scary. You also don't know whether you're going to be eaten by a saber-toothed tiger or not out there. But the thing is, we don't have any saber-toothed tigers anymore. (laughs) We're not going to die if you change something in your life. So you might be thinking, maybe I shouldn't do that. What's that person going to think? Maybe that's not a good idea. And you ask yourself and you play scenarios over and over in your mind. And you worry about what everyone thinks. You worry about what the person who you went to school with, who you sat next to in higher history or whatever thinks. And usually you don't even see that person anymore. It's so crazy how our mind works or you have this overwhelming fear and you don't know why you have that fear. And it could have been something that someone said to you when you were five years old as a throwaway comment that's literally ingrained in the darkest depths of your mind and it's preventing you from embracing a change in your life now. So eliminate self-doubt and you will make a massive dent in, in that fear of failure. You may fail. You know, things happen that leap in your progress towards embracing this change and towards moving on to the next stage of your life. The other thing that holds us back a lot is our fear of failure. What if I fail? What if this doesn't work? What if? What if, what if, what if, what if? It's actually, I recently ran the half marathon. (laughs) Did I tell you that? I recently ran the half marathon. (laughs) I feel like I've been talking about that a lot recently. I didn't commit to a time. I didn't commit to a goal. I didn't commit to a goal with it. And I ran it and I actually ran it faster than I thought I would run it. But it made me think, I wonder how much faster I would have run it had I committed to the goal. I wonder how different my training plan would have looked had I committed to running it in under two hours. I wonder if I was actually capable of it. And because of the stories that I told myself, I just didn't commit to that goal. Therefore, because I didn't commit to the goal, I didn't commit to the training plan properly. I didn't look at the amount of minutes it took me per kilometre. All of these things that are really important to get a time in a run, I didn't commit to. And probably it stems back to the fear of failure. What if I put it out there that I'm going to do it in under two hours and I don't? How many things in your life have you had that with? How many situations have you come across where you've just been a little bit shy to commit to the goal and really go for it and yet you finish that or you get through the situation and you think 
I wonder what would have happened if I just committed a little bit more. I wonder how much farther I would have got if I just decided on the goal and committed to that massive action. The next thing to think about is modelling someone who's been through the change that you're going through. Is there someone that you can speak to that has just experienced this change? Is there someone who's been there and done that who can help you to buy the t-shirt, who can help you to get through it? Because when you find someone who inspires you and you can see what they've done, then it helps you to take those steps to reach your goal. And it'll also help you change your patterns, which is something really important when it comes to change. And it's often the thing that people don't realize is working against them when you're when you're working towards change we all have patterns every human being follows patterns in their thoughts and actions some patterns work for us some patterns work against us but people who have repeated success people who are very good at what they do they don't have that repeated success because they're lucky they've got that repeated success because they find they found something that works they've found a tactic they've found habits that actually take them closer to where they want to be. And when you find someone who has been through a change that like you're going through and who is successful in life, you'll probably find that they've got really good habits. Probably they're going to have a strong morning routine. Probably they are going to leverage the power of proximity, as Tony Robbins says, and that they spend their time with people who lift them higher and who can help them grow. And they probably feed themselves with really good nutrition and they probably drink a lot of water they probably move their body most days those are the elements that tend to be fairly consistent with people who are very successful so who do you know who you can model and what patterns can you learn from them or habits can you learn from them that would really serve you in everything that you're going through at the moment and then write it down write down what change you want to make who you want to become what you want to learn from this. When you write things down, they're far more likely to happen than they would be if it was just out there in spoken voice. When you write things down, you're far more likely to commit to it. And it might not happen instantly. It will take time and it'll take effort, but just the very act of writing it down, writing your goal down will make a huge difference. And something that I talk about all the time is committing to massive action on the scene of the decision. So again, this is Tony Robbins, my BFF. (laughs) Tony and I go way back. He always talks about making a decision and then don't leave the site of the decision until you have committed to massive action and taken action. So if you have just decided right now on this call, say you're going through a change and it's a physical transformation and you're fed up of feeling, you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. You're bored of feeling lethargic. You you need energy and you're thinking, right, this is it. I am done. I am done, done, done. I want to make a change. I want to have a physical transformation. Then on the side of this decision, while you're listening to this podcast, I want you to message someone who has a healthy eating plan. Message someone who has a habits guide that you can follow. Message someone who as a personal trainer, join a gym, make a phone call to the local CrossFit, download an app of an online fitness trainer. I don't care what your action is, just do something. Sign up for the local 5k, sign up for the local 10k, just take action. Take the first step because that's half 
the battle. When you spend too much time in your head, you're dead. When you're in your head, you're dead. Because we overthink and we overthink and we overthink until the time has gone, the moment has passed, and you spend your life living a life of regret. The brain is a great tool to strategize with, but when it comes to making a decision, you just have to make it, act on it, and move forward. And I promise you, you're going to feel so much better rather than dwelling in what didn't happen and what could have been. You just have to move forward and start changing the way that you're looking at things. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And there will never be a better time for that change. There will never be a better time than right now to make the change or embrace the change that's happening right now in your life. And when you're committed to change, you live a life of continued and never-ending improvement. You live a life where you're always getting better. You're always growing. You're always growing through things and growing to the next level and becoming stronger and more equipped and more confident your self-esteem is raising because you're continually working at that. It doesn't just happen. People don't just wake up and feel confident. They don't wake up and feel like they have the self-esteem of Beyonce. It takes work. It takes effort. But you've got this. You have the tools available to you. And when you commit to that life of change, life starts to look different. You stop fearing what might happen. You stop fearing what could and you start to embrace it and you start to get excited by it and that's where you want to get to when you're going through a big change so I hope this has been helpful to you thank you so much for listening and I'll see you really soon thank you so much for listening if you found value from that episode today then I would love for you to share it on your social media you'll find me at Instagram at UK, and the podcast is at SheCanPod and if you found value then please hop on to apple podcasts and write a five-star review i would love you forever and that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast so thanks so much for your time thank you for spending your half hour with me and i hope to see you really soon